They're already selling the punchki, but they have a whole festival um, with music and coffee trucks and beer trucks and balloons and a punchki eating contest. It feels like every year during the Lent season on Fridays, if I'm not eating at a fish fry, I'm like feel like I'm missing out on something. Like, yeah, I think it's um, partly a uh, large Catholic population, partly immigrants. I have a controversial opinion, though. It's, no, I don't like the barbecue sauce. Like a hot dog has Blasphemy. to have ketchup and mustard on it. I'm Josh Duke. And I'm Alex Darris. And you're either listening to or watching Dying Drink Cleat, the podcast where each and every week we are going to be joined by Cleveland.com's best and brightest food experts, insiders, and influencers. And it's early February, so you know there's some Valentine's Day things that we want to get into. And there's also some, you know, punchki, punchki punchy topics we want to talk about some fish fry news just a lot of stuff that yeah. we want to get into so alex what are we talking about today yeah no it's um it's really weird a lot of the food centric holidays are falling around the same time like it's the Super Bowl is coming up, and then we have uh, Punchki Day on the 13th, which is also the day before Valentine's Day, um, and it's also Ash Wednesday, so the Lent season starts, and in Cleveland, fish fries are huge, so today we're joined by Paris Wolf, who is the expert on all things Punchkis in Cleveland. Hi, Paris. Hi, Hi Josh. Hey, so yeah, tell us tell us about punch, Punchki, Punchki. How do you Why don't you, it? yeah, teach him yeah. how okay, to say it first. Okay, let's Punchki. They are a... Um, pastry that is made on Fat Tuesday. It's a Catholic Lenten tradition um, from Eastern Europe where you make, you t use up all your baking supplies so you're not tempted to indulge in unhealthy or uh, sweet treats throughout the season of Lent. Oh, I never knew that that's why they did that, but that makes sense because it is like a baking project. Right. And um, Rudy Strudel is the hub for all things. In Cleveland, it is. Punchki, yeah. Um, they make 31 flavors. Wow. They have um, a whole festival in the morning of Fat Tuesday. They're already selling the punchki, but they have a whole festival um, with music and coffee trucks and beer trucks and balloons and a punchki eating contest. Wow. All that morning. That's and that's starting, I think you said earlier when we were talking about it, it starts around like 5 a.m. Yes. She yeah. opens at 5. People start getting in line around 3 o'clock in the morning. Wow. And you said last year you arrived at what time? Well, my editor suggested 4 o'clock, <laughs> so I did. And I talked to a lot of people. I think they were kind of punking me a little bit. So, yeah. <laughs> with, with talking to them, what compels people to go out so early like why what is it the vibes what's the what's the sort of excitement I think they go it? there because they want to get be the first to get punch key and mm -hmm. put it on social media mm -hmm. but I also think the vibe there's a lot of people to talk to the crowds all talking to each other people are going up and getting coffee from the coffee truck um you want to get a good parking space that's part of the reason I went mm -hmm. that early mm -hmm. was to get a good parking space yeah when you went that early was it like more people than you thought Kind yes. of, yeah. Yeah. I, it took me about half an hour from where I was in line to get up to the front. Wow. Yeah. And this year, I know every year they do a different flavor. So what is Rudy's special flavor this year? It's a honeybee because it's Valentine's Day is the next day. Mm -hmm. So it's a whipped honey custard with um, a honey glaze and honey dust 
sugar. That sounds delicious. That sounds, that sounds <laughs> I know. Sweet. I have to get there before the line forms. I like, know. This week. Yeah. So what? And I feel like people talk about this often, so we got to bring it up. It's the uh, it's the elephant in the room. What is the big difference between a punch key and like a jelly filled donut? Okay. A lot of people think they're the same, but if you ask Lydia Trempe, who owns Rudy Strudel, she will not like it. <laughs> um, she said to me last year that the punch key have five times the butter and eggs than a jelly-filled donut does. So it's a much richer product. Oh, no wonder I like them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I know you said 31 flavors. What other flavors have you tried that you're a fan of? I like the rose petal. I've tried Ooh. prune. I've tried custard. Um, I think I tried maple bacon last year. Ooh. That Just a little good. bit of each. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, what is like the strangest thing you, you can like fill a, a punch key with? Well, they do savory ones at Rudy's too, right? They do. Yeah. Some, meat, some of the meat mm. ones are a little unusual because you yeah. don't expect that. So you can get lunch and then dessert. Yeah. yeah. And they look All exactly the same. Um, and I guess like what other, I know you, but Rudy's is kind of the hub, but are there any other places in greater Cleveland that you would suggest people maybe if they're wanting to kind of celebrate in the tradition with punch keys to go We're doing try? a list and you can find them everywhere from the West Side Market to some of the bakeries on the East Side, the West Side. I would like to try the Big Mouth Donut Punch Key. I Ooh. think that given the quality of their donuts, I think their punch key might be pretty good. Yeah, that would be delicious. Yeah, we covered recently that Fairfax Market just opened mm -hmm. up, and there's a um, Big Mouth Donuts in there, so maybe I know. Yeah, I wonder if they'll be doing that. Um, I know participating in Punch Key Day. <laughs> I know they are doing Punch Key out of their um, location, and you can order in advance too. Yeah, and that's in Rocky River. Rocky yes, River. yeah. Yeah, well, that'll be very exciting. I know, Josh, this will be your first Punchki Day. Are you looking forward to it? Oh, absolutely not. So much looking <laughs> forward to getting up so early. But I know that just in my experience covering things like the um, the Christmas L. Um, first pour. First pour party. Uh, I'm imagining it. Imagining it's going to be very similar to that, where people are just like just feeling so festive and out and about. Even though it's cold, uh, even though it's early, people are just super excited and just talking to those people and and finding out why and and you know tasting that punch key. Yeah. <laughs> no, I kind of realized too, like kind of going off of that is like it's this lull season, like the winter. We mm -hmm. think there's nothing to do, but in Cleveland, especially if you're a foodie. There's kind of a lot of stuff to do. There's the Punchkey Day. There's, you know, Dingus Day is usually um, in the springtime, too. Like, there's just a bunch of different food things going on to keep us busy, thank God. Yeah. I mean, especially if you don't mind braving that cold, there you go. Yeah. Bundle up. <laughs> and well, and if you eat enough Punchkeys, maybe it'll be like your your natural bulking weights <laughs> will we'll warm you up. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of the Lent season, Alex, we have Mark here who is going to talk a little bit about uh, fish fries and um, a guide for that because obviously it's associated with the Lent season. And so, yeah, welcome, Mark. Tell us about it. Yeah, fish fries. Uh, it's that time of year, which means I get to compile our weekly guide. And last year we had, I think we set a record last year, we had between 70 and 80 fish fries. And these are just the nonprofits. So these are Boy Scout troops, VFW halls, and a ton of churches. 
throughout Northeast Ohio. There, there are so many, it's just amazing. And, you know, our colleague Paris is, is putting together a guide to what restaurants are doing. It's a huge thing in Cleveland. It really, really is. Yeah. Why, why do you think it is such a big thing in Cleveland that we like, it feels like every year during the Lent season on Fridays, if I'm not eating at a fish fry, I'm like, feel like I'm missing out on something. Like, Yeah. I think it's, um, it partly, uh, a large Catholic population, partly immigrants. You know, this city was built on neighborhoods. Neighborhoods are built with ethnic churches and areas, and it's a big thing. And as our editor pointed out to us, it's also churches realized a long time ago, this is an easy and quick way to raise money. It's a fundraiser. Mm -hmm. These are affordable. They're pretty neat. Um, I, they sound great when I'm compiling them because there's it's not just one type of fish. You know, you've got you've got haddock, you've got cod, of course, lake perch, you've got shrimp, and then it's not only fish offerings, even though it's called fish fries, but they almost all of these places offer pierogi. So there's that ethnic yeah. component as well. Mac and cheese. A lot of them have kids meals, and it it really is incredible how wide ranging they are. I mean. We're, I'm only about halfway done with the guide as we're recording this, and I'm sure I'm going to have quite a bit more come yeah. in. Uh, but they're, they stretch. This year, I've got them from Amherst to the west to Warren in the east. Last year, I had a, I had a church in Pennsylvania say, hey, Mark, can we be included in your guide too? Wow. It's, it's really tremendous. But they're, they're obviously very, very popular. Yeah, no. And I know, speaking of some of the restaurants now, I know some of the places like um, Cafe Avalon, they're doing like a gluten-free fish fry for people like, or, and then you have the more classic restaurants like Prosperity Social Club every Friday. Not only do they do the fish fry plate with the pierogies and everything, but they'll do like, uh, seafood paella and all these different kind of seafood dishes and stuff. On my list this year is Eugene at the Bottle House Brewery. I think they have locations in Lakewood and Cleveland Heights. Um, they do an amazing fish fry. They make it with Lake Erie walleye and they have homemade hush puppies and everything. It's really good. So, but I'm, it's always a, it's a good time of the year, even if you're not Catholic. If you're just a foodie, it's a good time of the year. It's also one of those few events that I think is not like, you know, some events are geared toward young people. Some are geared for maybe older or certain groups of people. This is like everybody. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's family friendly, but you can have couples going in there. It's clearly a tradition in this area. So I think that's kind of a draw in and of itself as well. Yeah, for sure. And also speaking of the time of year and everything, we're coming up on Valentine's Day. That's also a big food and drinking holiday. Um, I know one thing that is a big Cleveland Valentine's Day tradition is the Mally's chocolate strawberries. Um, is that something you've ever, have you ever had them? Josh? Tell me about it. You've never, they only release them on Valentine's Day, I think, and maybe sweetest day too. Mm. But they, I feel like they always, people line up out the door the second they open and they're like the best chocolate covered strawberries. And I don't know why. So more lines in the winter. Yes, <laughs> yes. But it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> there, it's a big deal. I sat down with Mike Malley a couple of weeks ago to talk about this. And I said, so is Valentine's Day your Super Bowl? And he said, well... Maybe not the Super Bowl, but it's definitely the playoffs. But it really seems mm -hmm. pretty close because he made a point of saying 
The biggest revenue-producing days for Mallies are the 13th and 14th of February. Oh, so this is that. a big deal. You're right. I mean, it's really popular. It, it's only once or twice a year. And the wild thing is, and I had forgotten this, but a while back, and I don't remember, it was maybe 10 years ago, they didn't have it. They didn't have it because something happened to strawberries, and they just couldn't oh. get the crop in. And they are, they're on a very short window. Strawberries do not have a very long yeah. shelf life. You've got to be able to get them in, get them coated, get them through the line, box packages, checked, inspected, and sold in a very short span of time. So it was interesting talking with Mike because, you know, it, it, it really shows you they're still, I mean, they're a larger business, but it's still a small business and they're very contingent on the weather and all these other yeah. challenges. So, but it's, you're right. It's, it's so popular. I think it's it's neat having the show today because we're talking about so many Cleveland traditions, and we've talked about Poonchku, we've talked about Christmas ale launch, we've talked about fish fries, uh, and now now strawberries and, and chocolate yeah. alleys. Yeah, no. You know what sounds really good though? What injecting those strawberries with some good old vodka? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean, does it not? Okay, well, you can try it. You'll get a box and try to make it yourself at home, and then you got to yeah. go talk to Mike Malley and tell him your million dollar yeah, idea. Or if, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if you want a side hustle, no, I'm, I can't. You know, but I mean, I'm just saying, if you wanted to offer your friends or family no, maybe a, a quick little, well, that's like on. On Kelly's Island, they do um like I don't at one of the bars like a strawberry shot, mm -hmm. and it's like in the strawberry with whipped cream, and that is good. Yeah, I mean it's Valentine's Day, you know, set the stage, set the mood with the chocolate covered strawberries with a little bit of a spice to them. It sounds like well, yeah. I'm putting together a list of um, Valentine's Day events to do around Cleveland mm -hmm. and Flight Cleveland, which is like a wine bar on the west side. They're doing. Uh, love and hot dogs, I think they're calling it. And it's with um, Frankie Lynn, the hot dog place that I've talked about them before. I love them. They're a hot dog stand. Mm -hmm. But they're literally doing wine pairings with hot dogs. And that sounds like your kind of high-low combination. <laughs> um, uh, it, it sounds interesting. I try it for sure. But I just, when I think hot dogs and I think wine, I never think of them together. So I don't know. Mark? I that? think it's a great man. Okay. Mm -hmm. I really do. I am not one to say if you drink wine, you have to have a highfalutin meal. Mm -hmm. Pizza and wine is fantastic. There's mm -hmm. a lot of good variations with that. And I've had hot dogs. My wife loves a certain brand out of Erie, Pennsylvania called Smith's. We grill them out two or three times a year. We have friends over and we crack over really good red wine. And yeah. it is a great pairing. Yeah. No, and I know kind of going off of that too, I feel like people always think about champagne with the Valentine's Day too. But it's like there's so many things you could – I mean even getting the events um, – around town, like the breweries are doing beer and cheese pairings and different things like that. It's like, you don't have to just pop the bubbly on Valentine's Day, do. Very yeah. true. So, And speaking of hot dogs, we're joined by uh, Pete Chikarian, Best Of reporter, who has been doing his classic Cleet Eats column and recently delved into a very Cleveland classic, The Polish Boy. So hi, Pete. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, so why don't you tell us a little bit, what is a Polish boy and why do greater Clevelanders love it so much? Well, a Polish boy is like the quintessential Cleveland sandwich. It just recently was named uh, one of the top 10 hot dogs in the world. Um, and uh, it, it's hard to dispute that. It is a uh, flavor explosion. Um, there's all kinds of different things going for it. Uh, you have your French fries piled on top of a Polish kielbasa, uh, then... Um, 
coleslaw is sort of put on top of that nice creamy uh, sort of layer to it and then a smoky barbecue sauce on the top of that. I mean, what's not to love? It's like a not a graceful thing to eat, but absolutely delicious. And mm-hmm. I, I I think because the cold weather has been bugging me, it was like on my mind to write about a Polish boy because I want one. Like yeah. After we're done here, I want one. Yeah. <laughs> so it has to be a kibasi. It can't be like a hot dog, it like does. a Frank. Okay. Yeah, it has to be. That's good to know. Yeah. I love Polish boys. That is one of my favorite treats, eats, anything. Um, I grew up really getting them mostly from this place called Kim's, uh, Kim's Wings, I think. If you oh, yeah. Know. Yeah, that to me is like the best Polish boy in Cleveland, in my personal opinion. But I don't know. Like, what do you guys think? Where's your favorite places to get? Yeah, I know you had mentioned a few relics of the past, like the the hot sauce Williams and stuff like that. But what what were some others that stand out to you? Well, Hot Sauce Williams was my introduction to the Polish boy. Um, I love Kim's Wings. Um, their version of the Polish boy is really great, too. Um, but there are a lot of people that are doing uh, a, a fantastic job with it. Uh, Whitmore's Barbecue is sort of recognized as being the one locally that started it, you know, 70 plus years ago. And uh, I like theirs a lot, too. But there are a lot of other places to get them. Um B&M Barbecue is definitely one of those places, too. And uh, more recently, uh, there's a food truck that Cleveland State University has uh, on campus um, that's called the Longship. And they do one uh, that is like an oversized uh, kielbasa. And they use these like flat French fries so they can fit an awful lot of them Ooh. on there. It's it's really something to behold. And they're getting ready to roll out that truck, I think, in March. So I'm excited about that too. Yeah, that'll be delicious. And it's, uh, pretty, uh, pretty amazing and affordable. Like you could cut it in half and feed two people. It's really yeah. big. Yeah. For hungry, hungry college students, no better, no better option there. I went to CSU too. I don't know if I told you this. So like if I could have just gone outside instead of getting whatever thing I always kind of get from the cafeteria, man, that would have been really bomb. Wow. We're yeah. going to have to do that. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. I have a controversial opinion, though. Is what? No, I don't like the barbecue sauce. Like a hot dog has Blasphemy. to have ketchup and mustard on it for me. Mm-hmm. Or at least mustard. No, barbecue sauce on even a normal hot dog is is a really good choice, especially like when you're grilling a barbecue, like a barbecue outside. Yeah, it is just perfect. It's just a, a good summer snack for me. I think from a flavor profile standpoint, too, you're talking about... Um, a very garlicky sausage as opposed to maybe a little more mild hot dog. And yeah. So there's something about that mm. that really works into the the whole package. It's a total package, that flavor profile. Yeah. And all of the different textures going on with it. You have to have that smoky barbecue sauce, in my yeah. opinion. Absolutely. But you're... you're I'm no. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so do you like Polish boys? Yeah. No. I mean, I eat... There's truly... It's really hard to think of something I won't eat <laughs> in general. But um, yeah. No, I love a, any any regional like hot dog mm-hmm. sausage that I'm into that. Yeah. I mean, it's like the mess of them. It's kind of... It's part of the appeal for me. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> It's like you really, you never just like eat it and then you're done. There's also like little fries or bits of bread or coleslaw to like clean oh, up yeah. and like have that second meal from. Your scraps. Yeah, the yeah. scraps. 
I love that about Polish boys. It's a it's a nice little thing. And um, one thing for me is like anytime I have family that visits from out of town, like that's one of the first things they're asking for is like, where can I get a Polish boy? Yeah. Like, do you guys have similar experiences? I don't know. Yeah, definitely a lot with people who live in areas who don't have like pierogies. Like they'll be like, what? It's like you've never had a pierogi, but no, I've definitely. The Polish boy or, or or like even the Frank's Bratwurst at the West Side Market, like people mm. always ask for that, too. That's always a solid choice, too. I uh, have been missing Seti's Polish boys. I haven't had one of those in a while. Seti, of course, Seti Martinez, who is a veteran, I believe a Vietnam veteran. Um, he has had some health problems. And so the uh, truck that he's had uh, at like on the 40th block of Lorraine has been kind of an intermittent thing. He hasn't been out there uh, at all lately, just sort of recovering from whatever uh, health issues he's had. So one thing I want to mention too, um, there is a fantastic sort of play on the Polish boy that Gunselman's has. They have two different varieties of this flatbread that are basically, uh, it's like a flatbread, but it's a pierogi, if that <laughs> makes any sense. Mm -hmm. And so they build Polish boys, a sweet version and a really hot, spicy version on this flatbread. And it is like nothing I had ever had before. Um, that is craveable for sure. That sounds like what people who've never been to Cleveland before need to eat to, to yeah. get a yeah. feel for it. It sounds good. I love spicy stuff. I am getting a little heartburn as I'm thinking about it, though. Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. I was feeling that before when we were talking about the fish fries. I'm like, man, this is going to be a rough spring. Oh, I, yeah. I, oh. I can feel the weight gain as I'm sitting here. Well, yeah, it's bulking season. for <laughs> Thank you for listening or watching the Dine Drink Clee podcast. Make sure to like, subscribe, and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or whatever your preferred podcast platform is. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Dine Drink Clee and subscribe to our newsletter at cleveland.com slash newsletters. Thanks.